What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Not So Pro Football Talk. It's Tuesday. It's 5.30? Oh, we're going a little bit early today. I was about to say it's 6 o'clock. It's Tuesday. It's 5.30. Let's talk a little bit of fantasy football, okay? You guys need to make some huge moves, okay? This week, we got a lot of injured players, a lot of big-name players who are down for the count. We need to take advantage of that. We need to know who we are going to get on this week's waiver wire. It's going to be a lot of fun. we got a lot of great names on here. we got a lot of names that I don't like specifically. Um, but we're going to get right into it, you guys. We're going to start off with the QB position. I began to ask a lot of questions. What do I do with the QB position? Uh, my QB blows. I, I, I drafted Matt Stafford. He has been doing great. You know, should I be worried about Joe Burrow? Well, here's what's up. If you want to trade out your QB and get someone new, I have someone for you and someone who I don't like talking about someone who I, I I just absolutely despise. I'm talking about Jared Goff. Okay, uh, I'm talking about Jared Goff. He's in a very high powered, I think the top scoring offense in that division. Yeah, with yeah, yeah in that division uh, is the Detroit Lions, and they are scoring points. And they have this young stud named Amon Ron St. Brown. Okay, yes, he's a little banged up right now, but they are putting up points. They are finding the end zone. And Jared Goff, what I like most about fantasy football, consistency, consistency, consistency. And that's what he's doing. He's only rostered in 27.3% of leagues. So he's out there. He's available. He's averaging 18.4 fantasy points each week. Come on, guys. If you guys need help in your QB position, go out there, look after him, pick him up. It won't hurt. But there's another guy. I don't know if you guys want to add something in, but there's another guy that, that I like. Okay. Uh, do you guys have any other quarterbacks that you want to throw in there? I do. All right. Go uh, for it's it. A, it's a, there are two guys that we had uh, rode off in the beginning of uh, the season just because we didn't think that they were going to go uh, pretty far and stuff and get good points. But if you are in a league where you have more than 12 teams, most likely, uh, you're pretty stretched right now for good QBs. And Jared Goff is a good one if he hasn't been picked up already. Uh, but one guy I want to talk about right now is Jacoby Brissett. He is pretty, pretty good. I'm not going to lie. He's pretty consistent. Uh, I believe he had one game that was really bad, but that was when they lost to the Jets, I believe. Uh, so that one was just a bad game overall. Uh, I think Jacoby Brissett is a decent quarterback. He'll get you like 15, 16, max 20 points. Uh, so if you're really, really, really hurting right now, uh, pick him up. One more guy that I told you to stay away from, I believe, after week one. Uh, his name is Geno Smith. Pick him oh. up. Pick him up. Pick him up. Why? Pick him up. He's he is averaging 14 points. That sounds bad. Sounds bad. But two two of those weeks, they have been above 17. And that was week one, and that was last week in week three. He had 18.9 points. 325 yards passing. If you don't think that the Seahawks offense is trying to get more passing in there, you're wrong because that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to establish the pass game, trying to get Geno to play a little bit better, trying to get Kenneth Walker in there as well in the passing game. Uh, so there's more weapons that Geno has. Everybody is healthy. We have zero offensive injuries uh, when it comes to key players, such as running backs and wide receivers and tight ends. So Gino has so much to choose from. So I know I told you to stay away after week one, but now I'm finally believing. And it was the Falcons, but I think we can do a little bit better uh, against other teams 
Uh, so, yeah. Vince, you're giving you're giving me some Robert Tanyan Reed vibes here. I don't <laughs> hey, know man, how I feel about that. <laughs> that's gonna be all day today. I have about four other Seahawks. Oh here. no, man! I, mean, I would tell you what. There's this team that I've been high on this offseason, and honestly, they caught fire. We talked a little bit about them. Uh, another quarterback for you guys, and I feel like this is more of a safer bet because he's proven himself uh, amongst some some ch- some formidable defenses out there. We have Trevor Lawrence with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Honestly, he has had multiple passing touchdowns and zero interceptions. Zero interceptions, which is huge. Uh, He is averaging 18.3 points. He's only owning 42% uh, of leagues out there. So he's out there. He's available. Go pick him up. And his future uh, schedule, I mean, He's already proven that he could go up against these defenses with, with that 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 throw out a challenge to him. I think it's a good pickup. I think it's safe, uh, good uh, backup if you just want to keep him out there just in case you're worried about your quarterback getting injured. Um, but but uh, good pickup. I like him a lot. Reed, do you have any uh, quarterbacks before we move on? I do not, but I do not like some of y'all's quarterbacks. Jared Goff, Geno Smith. I mean, come on, guys. Reed, these are uh, the guys that are out there right now. I know they're out there, but like, go for a trade over these guys. Jared go Goff, for a trade? Yeah, I would go for a trade over going for these guys. Everybody has a backup quarterback, or at least you should. Um, and you can probably be able to get somebody off of there. Um, but Jared Goff, without him on St. Brown, I don't know what he's going to be. I don't trust it. And Geno Smith, uh, I mean, Vincent, did, uh, if he sold anybody on Geno Smith when he talked about him, I would be <laughs> I, I would be very surprised. What kind of drugs are you on, man? Hey, Gosh. man, I'm not on any drugs. I'm just speaking the facts. So no, I'm talking about if they if they believed you when you were talking. Hey, man, if you didn't watch the game on Sunday, then that's probably why you're not believing. Okay. Let's move, let's move along from quarterbacks because, honestly, if you're having trouble with a quarterback position, then you should DM us and we could send you some of our links to help you out furthermore because in the quarterback position, it shouldn't be too hard to adjust or too hard to fix. Uh, I mean, if you're like if you're like me and Vince as well, 3-0 in some of your leagues, then uh, you're looking pretty good. Hey, what's up there, Noah Russell? Um, let's go to the running back position. One of the most sought out positions out there. And this past week we had a lot of injuries. Okay. You're talking about Montgomery from the bears getting injured. You're talking about, uh, Deontre uh, Swift getting injured from the lions. You, you are also talking about, uh, Dalvin cook, which I talked about, you know, he's an amazing running back, but he has not had a year where he hasn't got injured. Okay. So the, the best handcuff out there, I'm going to say it again is Alexander Madison. Go out there, pick up Alexander Madison. He's owning 38% of leagues, okay? Now, Dalvin Cook, his shoulder injury, it doesn't seem to be serious, okay? So it seems that he's going to be day-to-day. It does look like he will play. But if history repeats itself, Alexander Madison is the best. And this is this is coming off the, the website's uh, read, okay? And the, and the good old noggin. He is the number one handcuff in fantasy football right now to this day. To this, to this day, he's the number one handcuff out there. So he's already proven. So I got some I got some notes right here on Alexander Madison. Um, he averaged 23.3 fantasy points per game last year whenever Dalvin Cook got out. 23.3 fantasy points he was averaging. So if you could go out there and leave him on your bench right now, especially with Dalvin Cook dealing with this dislocated shoulder stuff, oh, go get him because if – if Cook misses time, 
I was going to make a pun out there that with, with you do the crime, but whatever. You're going to be making some fantasy points, so go make that move. He is the best handcuff out there in fantasy football. I'm so excited about this pick. I love talking about this dude. Vince, take it away. Give me a pick over here. All right, man. I want to take a little bit of a step down. I don't have anybody that is at the height of Alexander Madison because that's Alexander Madison. Uh, but I do have a guy that I really like and that AJ really hated in college. Uh, oh no walker yes he's becoming a little bit better and he's getting played more in the offensive scheme for the seahawks uh this past week he only scored about six points but this is the first week that he's played more than 25 percent of our snaps so his snaps are going up and that's because he's behind rashad penny and dj dallas so look for his uh snaps to go up look for gino to be dunking it down to him because he is now our third down back and he's be- going to become more of our third down back. Uh, but we do go up against the Lions, so I think it, the best time to get him would be this week off the waiver wire if you really are hurting and you need a flex. Maybe you have some injuries. Maybe you're in a big league, so you really stretch for the picks that you need. Kenneth Walker is going to be a consistent guy. He's going to keep getting the ball. He's not a running back as of now, but he is a catching back. Uh, another guy that we've been talking about forever and ever and ever is D- J.D. McKissick. Uh, Reed talked about him last week, and I agree with Reed. I think he is amazing. Uh, He just got 10 points. He's the most consistent running back. That's the running back number two. Uh, I believe he's averaging 10 points. So I believe week one, he got 10. Week two, he got nine. This week, he got 10 again. So he's averaging that 10. Uh, Put him in if you need a flex, especially if you are stretched. But other than that, I really don't have any other running backs. Running backs is hard. Running backs is really hard to predict. And AJ is a little angry over here. He's got a flag. Let's do it, AJ. I got a challenge flag right here. I got a challenge flag. I'm going to challenge what you said, that J.D. McKissick is the most consistent number two out there. I want to throw the fact out there that uh, Tony Pollard is the most consistent number two back mm-hmm. uh, as far as fantasy. He's been putting up some great points. Renee, except my trade, Renee, it's a good trade, okay? Tony Pollard could be great. <laughs> Don't do it, Renee. Don't but do it. as of right now... Uh, I think Tony Pollard's great, and also I think J.D. McKissick's also fighting for uh, a good number two spot with Ramon J. Stevenson. He's doing great for the Patriots and slowly taking that number number one spot. But, I mean, I'm not going to argue too much because that is a great pick. That, that is a good point you guys brought up, and he is a great pass-catching back. Nice. Yes, Bart. What's up, man? Appreciate you being here. He says, hold on. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is it Pollard considered a number two? Yes, he is. He is considered number two running back because the Cowboys don't want to admit that he is a true number one. Look at the fantasy stats. Look at the carries and look at the percentage that they are out there on the field. They will always hold Ezekiel Elliott because they gave him that paycheck as the RB1. But if you go through uh, fantasy-wise, he's been putting up consistent points. Very consistent points. He's a great flex uh, flex back. Uh, let's say uh, Blurpy. Hey, what's up, Blurpy? Appreciate you being here live on the stream. I do believe this is your first time here on Not So Pro Football Talk. Today we talk fantasy. Let's read this questions. Uh, he says, should I trade D-Hop and Akers for Kirk and Stevenson? My team hurts. Oh, that's <laughs> uh, my team is hurts. Dalvin Cook, Kamara, Pittman, Amaron, uh, Waller, Michael Thomas, Lockett, Akers, D-Hop, Knox, Stafford, Algier, and trying to get a running back. Okay. Jeez, he's got he's a stacked team. 
Yeah, Akers has been a little disappointed. D-Hop, we don't know what type of splash he's going to make whenever he comes back, but we do know for sure that he will be a threat on that offense. So I do feel like someone like him would take on the majority of the snaps, bumping down uh, Hollywood Brown and also Greg Dorch, who we will talk about a little bit later on. Uh, so let's see. He has D-Hop. He wants Kirk and Stevenson. Christian Kirk, he's honestly playing up to his contract. He is. So they paid him that much money, and they're playing him because of how much money they paid him. He's been putting some consistent points. He moved from my bench, super low draft pick, to a starting position as my wide receiver, too, on my league. Now, Ramondre Stevenson, I preach about him a lot. Slowly but surely, he will be taking that, that running back one spot for New England. Now, if you're comparing Stevenson to Akers about consistency, I don't know. Right now... It's a banged-up Chargers team, very banged up. Justin Herbert, he's he's has that rib injury. You know, that defense is going through a lot of injuries. So, honestly, I don't know about this trade. I, I think you stick it out depending on your record. I feel like you should stick it out, wait for D-Hop to come back, and I do feel like Akers will find a rhythm because he is good. He's a great uh, running back, and he's in great offense as well. Let them get healthy. Let them warm up. Stick it out. Now, if you are... Let's say one and two, or okay, say he's three and oh. Okay, since you're three and oh, I say stick it out, man. Stick it out. Keep those guys on your. I still, I will still start Cam Akers. Uh, oh, sh- Akers. Acres, Cam Acres, yeah, Cam Acres. Okay, yeah. I, I don't know why. I, I was thinking about uh, Austin Eckler for yeah. some reason. Yeah, sorry. Uh, my bad, Blurpy. Uh, Cam Acres, yeah, I don't think Cam Acres will bounce back. I don't. Uh, I think he is he's in a in a losing position there with the offense. Great offense. Mm-hmm. But as far as running backs, uh him and Henderson, uh, they're on a down slope. They might have their flashes, but inconsistency is where it's at. Uh D Hop, like I said, you could find a huge upside on him. If you could uh if you could keep D Hop or it, since it is acres, I would take that trade. That's just me. Because in yeah. the long run, if you're three and zero, you're you're wanting the long run, right? So Stevenson, he will have that long run upside, and uh, Christian Kirk, I don't know how long he will be consistent, but right now, the Jacksonville Jaguars are red hot and they don't look like they're slowing down, and they're giving him the targets. I believe he's averaging like what at least ten targets a game. I mean that's incredible. So honestly, with that being said, I will take that trade. I think that is a win for you, my friend. Yeah, I like that trade a lot. I think D keep the only thing is if they made that trade to you, uh, I would say yes. But if you're making the trade, I would say do not trade D Hop. I think D Hop, when he comes back, he's going to be the better wide receiver, so you can hang on to him for a a flex position. Uh, because you have amazing receivers. You have Amon Ra, you have Michael Thomas, you have basically another receiver in Waller. Pittman, too. I know he was injured in week two, so you probably had to sit him. Uh, but in my opinion, I would keep D-Hop. Keep all those wide receivers. See if you can trade away Michael Thomas, because I think Michael Thomas and the Saints are going to be pretty iffy. But other than that, I mean, if they made that trade to you, go for it, man. Get Stevenson, get Kirk. They're doing well right now, so you probably will keep doing well with them. Honestly, if you could lowball them, I would honestly sell very high on Dawson Knox. I don't think he's going to be consistent towards the back half of the season. So if you throw in Dawson Knox and Akers in there, that would be great. Honestly, if you could throw in Lockett in there, I'm not too high on Lockett. Uh, I think that would be great as well. 
Um, but yeah, he says he offered MT and Acres for the same. Michael Tom, uh, like I said, I- I'd probably take it. I like Christian Kirk. I think he, I would take Christian Kirk over Michael Thomas, and I would definitely take Stevenson over Acres. So yeah, I would definitely take that. If you're three and zero, welcome to the three and zero club. Congrats, man. Good, good stuff. Good stuff. But yeah. Uh, so speaking about, uh, oh, honestly, before I move on, Blurpy. Hey, man, appreciate you being here once again. Uh, honestly, if you're feeling considered today, hit that subscribe button. It helps us out a lot. As you can tell, we are still trying to grow. Uh, but let's get into the running back position. I named a few. Reed, do you have anything? Uh, for me, it would be Jamal Williams. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, I know I'm kind of stealing one from you guys, but Jamal Williams, I've always liked him back from he was on the Packers. Uh, so sad that he had to go, but we had A.J. Dillon behind him, so it just made sense. Um, but I li- I really like Jamal Williams, and with DeAndre Swift uh, being down, uh, this just means more touches for Jamal Williams. Uh, he was already getting very consistent good points uh, as far as touchdowns um, already, but now with DeAndre Swift down, and it's just going to be more Jamal Williams, and he can he can carry the load, in my opinion. He definitely can. Jamal Williams is awesome. Uh, on, so I like this. They're using him more in the red zone than they are DeAndre Swift. Mm-hmm. He has more touchdowns than DeAndre Swift. Yep. It seems like they like this guy. It seems like they, they like this guy a lot. And if you watch Hard Knocks, I like this guy, and I'm pretty sure you guys like this guy as well. He plays with heart, and also he is very talented. I do believe he will start transitioning into that running back one, but only because of injury from Swift. It seems like Swift mm-hmm. suffered an ankle sprain week one, and now he's dealing with a shoulder injury as well. Yeah, that guy's getting banged up. You need to give him time to rest, especially if you're looking uh, for postseason. Maybe, you know, may, you never know. Don't rule it out. If you're looking postseason, you want to rest uh, Swift, and you have a very reliable uh, back in Williams. Hey, Blurpy, appreciate you so much, man. It helps out a ton. Welcome to the Not So Pro family, baby. Uh, but yeah, great pick. You got anything to add there, Vince? Uh, just with Jamal Williams, I think the only reason why they're using him in the red zone more than DeAndre Swift is because he's confident. That guy will get you a touchdown. You saw it in Hard Knocks, just like AJ brought up. That guy's confident. He's passionate. He loves the Lions. Pretty sure he loved the Packers when he was on the Packers. but He still loves the Packers. That guy just has so much heart, and I think that's why they have him in at the goal line. So that's just everything I got to add into there. Not really football talent or anything, but it's his heart and his grit, as they say there in Detroit. Yeah, dude still loves the Packers, and like the true Packer fans still love him, even though he's on the Lions. Good, man. He's a good guy. He's a good dude. Um, there's one more running back that I would like to talk about. Okay. And I'm still going to stick on that injury train. Montgomery Montgomery's hurt with the, with the Chicago bears. I'm not sure if I put his name on here. Uh, but I did. Khalil Herbert. Yeah. Khalil Herbert's a backup. He went in for an injured Montgomery and this guy with 22 touches had 169 rushing yards and two rushing touchdowns. (laughs) Wait, man. Okay. Now is this guy the long-term answer? No, no, he's not. If you need a running back right now, at least for the next two games, because Montgomery is day-to-day, even if he is going to be playing, he's not going to be taking the workload of the snaps. Uh, you can see Khalil Herbert. He's a he's a speedster, talented guy. He will help you out for the next two weeks. Two weeks only, okay? Um, I can't specify this enough. Two weeks max. <laughs> he is not a long-term solution. You could pick him up this week and sell him high for all I care, but... Don't pick him up thinking that he's going to help you out for the playoffs. Um, but, yeah, yeah, 
I think you made a great point there, AJ. I say you pick him up if you get him, start him this week, then next week trade him to someone who doesn't know better. <laughs> yeah, throw him in a package. Throw to someone who's desperate, who needs running backs. I think in one of my league, I was very ashamed of myself. I was looking at my bench, and I think uh, 90% of my bench were running backs. Ooh. Yeah. Hope yeah, it wasn't was... in our league because I'll kick you out. <laughs> no, it wasn't in our league. <laughs> <laughs> you silly goose. Man. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, but that's great. You guys have any other running backs? Because obviously running backs runs leagues, no pun intended. Um, but yeah, let, let's let's step up to the wide receiver position. Yeah. I want to steal one from you, Reed. What? No, dude, don't do it. I don't do it. <laughs> You can do it. You yeah, I'll, I'll just add on. I, don't, I just don't have anybody else, though. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. I want to talk about this young dude called Romeo Dubs. Hall okay. of Famer? Dubs. Dobbies. Romeo Dobbs. Okay. He's only rostered in 4.6% of leagues. No one knows about this guy, but obviously – the, the Packers are dealing with some injuries when it comes to the, the wide receiver position. And from what we saw from week three, the people who shared the most workload, Alan Lazard, which you should have in your roster. And if you don't, go pick him up. And Romeo Dobbs. Okay, this is insane. Now, he was he was, he was was perfect, right? He was flawless. He caught... Eight, eight for eight. He was eight for eight. Eight for eight. And his catch percentage is 87.5 now i know it's only been through three games but 87.5 that's that's pretty good you know pretty good numbers right there uh so i'm just saying like i'm just saying he might not be the guy for for green bay he he might be he might not be but he is the best we got as of right now so let's say if he is going to be the guy i'd rather take the chance in free in in the waiver wire pick him up because if he is, you just hit a home run. You really did. He isn't. He might not be able to put up Devontae Adam numbers, but very similar numbers up to that. I mean, good, good numbers. Definitely a top flex. Definitely a a mid wide receiver two spot in your fantasy league. All right, I'm gonna add on to that real quick. Uh, you said I'll, I'm gonna get to this question in just one second. I have a lot to say, um, <laughs> but you say he can't put up Devontae Adams numbers. He's been better than Devontae Adams last week, man. Come on. Um, and then uh, I'll put uh, I'll put a con on him, and then I'll give him a pro. Um, so his con um, as soon as Watkins and uh, and Watson and Watkins both come back, his his uh, percentage of snaps will go down just because we're spreading the ball around a lot. Um, uh, especially Watson. Watson should be back. I think next week. Uh, Watkins will be another like four weeks or so. Um, so that's the con. So we'll see what he is uh, three or four weeks from now. But his pro, I don't know if you guys have heard this stat. He is the first Packers wide receiver, not named Devontae Adams, to have eight catches in a game since 2018. Nobody else, no Packers wide receiver has caught eight catches in a single game since uh, who's not named Devontae Adams uh, since 2018 when Randall Cobb did it back in 2018. Um, dude has done something that no Packers wide receiver has been able to do uh, in a long time. So I, I really, I really do believe that uh, Rogers is going to continue to throw to this guy and he's just getting more and more confident with every single uh, pass he catches. Um, and he's going to be a future hall of famer. So that's all I'll say. Okay. 
Let it, let it go, Reed. But yeah, I should have said that he's not putting up Devontae Adam Packer numbers. Okay. That's what okay. I should have said. There you go. Uh, Monir N, appreciate you being here. Welcome to the live stream. He says, half PPR. What do I got to change? I have Carr, Aaron Jones, Nick Chubb, Corlin Sutton, Mike Evans, Got Dirt, Hunt, Juju, Thielen, Claypool, Edmonds, Walker, Elijah Moore. Yep. I, I don't like Juju on there. I think okay. we yeah. have two guys for sure we know that they that we don't like. Yeah. Juju's Juju. one of them. Sutton. Sutton. Okay, so Sutton obviously is on a rise. Okay, Broncos, they look like a mess. Horrible, horrible uh, offensive play calling. Just the worst. Uh, but also, I have him on my on my – on my waiver, uh, yeah, my waiver throwaway. I'm going to talk about Chase Claypool. Try to get rid of that guy. I don't think he's going to have much to do. Uh, Chase Claypool and Juju Smith, I'm not very high on those guys. If you can, uh, trade him off. I, I like Chase Edmonds. Uh, obviously, he, I, I don't, I can't say consistent, right? Because week one, he did great. Week three, he did awesome. Week two, he was, he was nowhere to be found. He was gone. Adam Thielen did okay, but I, I would reinforce. I would reinforce your wide receiver room, okay? Uh, try to try to take a two for one, trade two wide receivers for one, or throw in a a um, a running back out there. We talked about Walker earlier. I do feel like he will have an upside. Now, how big is that? I'm not too sure. So I believe you could run with him in the back half of the season. So if you throw someone in there like Chase Claypool and uh, and Edmonds. Uh, you, you should be able to get a, a decent flex wide receiver or good wide receiver too, in my opinion, to help you guys help you out. But uh Carr, on another hand, that's yeah, that's a quarterback I might need to switch out. Well, might advise to switch out. We did talk about quarterbacks earlier, uh, depending yeah, he doesn't have a backup, but uh but not a bad team. If I were to guess, I, I think you're you're <sighs> I'm gonna I'll say, say probably one and two right now. I was gonna say one and two. Yeah, he has a lot of but he has Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb has been doing amazing. So but Aaron Jones just had a bad week. He had five points this week. Yeah. That's very so, true. Yeah, Aaron Jones, you're gonna find that uh spike, that roller coaster spike inconsistency because they do have AJ Dillon who who does play phenomenal on that team. But but definitely, yeah, reinforce some of that uh so, some of those wide receivers, man. I don't like him. You, you got a lot of uh, mid-tier wide receivers, and you could definitely trade some of those in for a good uh, good wide receiver, too, or even a, a better running back. But, yeah, not not a bad team. Like I said, uh, appreciate you being here on the stream. If you feel considerate, you know, hit that subscribe button. It helps out a lot. As you can tell, we are still trying to grow. If you have any more questions, uh, let us know, man. Appreciate you. And if you want to hear more about the whole quarterback, we did talk about some earlier, like Jared Goff, Trevor Lawrence. I, I know Vince talked about Geno Smith. Uh, but, yeah, those are some good pickups that you could get right now on the waiver wire because they are available. Uh, but good. Uh, good stuff, guys. Uh, we still got – I think Vince has his uh, blue chip player, right, for wide receiver. Oh, dude, I love this guy. I think I talked about him week one. And I haven't talked about him since, but I should have been, especially every week. Uh, I love Greg Dortch. I love him. Right now, he's in there because DeAndre Hopkins is hurt. But uh, I think he's really making a name for himself. Because right now, he's averaging 14.4 points. And every week, his points have been going up. First, it was 13.3. This uh, Last week, it was 15.5. Uh, week three, 17 points. 
And progressively, these teams that he's been playing against are Kansas City, Raiders, Rams. So progressively, the defenses are pretty decent. Uh, so this guy, him and Kyler Murray, like I said, they have some type of telekinesis. You know, <laughs> they're they're on the same page and the same height. Uh, but uh, yeah, I just like Greg Dortch. I think he's going to be a starter until week six. Uh, put him in if you don't have him. Uh, I believe he's available on 95% of leagues. He's only yes. rostered in 5%. So that is insane to me. Uh, pick this guy up. He's going to be a factor with the Cardinals, at least for the next three weeks, and possibly a little bit after that when DeAndre Hopkins comes back. But other than that, I mean, you guys can have free range. I only have one more guy that I really, really, really want to talk about because I think his production is going to go up. Uh, no, I like Greg Dorch. I mean, he has 23 targets and 20 receptions. Wow, that's awesome. That's great. Great for the team. Obviously, they could count on him, and I feel like they will believe they will continue to do so. But when D Hop comes back, uh, I don't know. All the cards are on the table. We'll see what happens then. But right now, he's a good pickup. You, you could go with your last one. I don't have any more. Oh, okay. All right, man. Richie James. And you guys may be thinking, who the heck is Richie James? San Francisco 49ers, baby. Should be right. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. But I mean, now he's with the Giants. <laughs> Uh, but he's he's doing very well. Uh, I wouldn't say that he's doing better than Greg Dortch because he's only averaging about 10 points per game. First week he had 11. Second week he had 10. This past week he had 8.3. Uh, but he is consistent with his receptions. First two weeks he had five apiece. This past week he had four. Uh, but now, as we learned, I believe, uh, was it Shepard who tore his ACL? Sterling Shepard. Sterling Shepard, he's out. He was their number one wide receiver. He would get at least eight receptions a game. So I think that Richie James is going to be getting more touches. Uh, so I could see him getting six, seven receptions per game, maybe a little bit more yards than he usually does because he usually averages around 50, uh, maybe even some touchdowns. But uh, right now I think Richie James has the highest stock going up just because of injury. And uh, right now the Giants just lost to the Cowboys but they're not looking too bad on offense with Saquon Barkley really steamrolling through everybody he faces right now. Uh, so I think that the passing game is also going to be open because so many people are so focused on Saquon. Uh, but yeah, other than that, I just have other guys that you could possibly pick up like Russell Gage. He's owned in 56% of league, so he might not be there. And Zay Jones. I like him a little bit, but he hasn't shown me as much consistency. So go ahead and look at him, see if you like him. If you're desperate, you might as well get them because the Jaguars are hot right now. Red hot. <laughs> but, yeah, no, those are some great pickups there for, for wide receiver, Vince. And I think that he is a sleeper because no one's really thinking about him. And they are starting to get the ball rolling. You saw Daniel Jones. He, he's fighting for his life out there. And he's making some plays. <laughs> he's making some great plays. Uh, so good for them. Good for Saquon Barkley and all you Saquon Barkley owners out there. Great for y'all. Now we got uh, our second to last category. We got our tight end group. Okay, a lot of people are talking about tight ends. I'm not going to take the one that Vincent has because he's been talking about him for the past, you know, three weeks or whatever. I'm going to talk about David Njoku. David Njoku from the Cleveland Browns. Finally, we saw why they paid him that much. We saw why they extended him for five years. He's only owning 16.7% of leagues. He's averaging 10 points a game. Now, for a tight end, that's good. It's not Travis Kelsey numbers, but you know what? It is great. Uh, so we're finally able to see what this guy can do. And we see Jacoby Brissett finding a rhythm with a team, even though it might not be for much longer. He's finding a rhythm with a team. And you can even put Amari Cooper out there. 
Okay, as a wide receiver, he looked okay. He looked pretty good. Okay, but David Njoku, they're utilizing him. And I think he'll be a great pickup, especially if you have someone like uh Gaseki, you know, or 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 if you're stuck with uh just just with a low-tier tight end. I think he's a great pickup. He's available out there. Pick him up. If you don't trust him, how is your uh your flex, bench, whatever you like. This guy's a good pickup. Not bad, not bad. Reed, you want to talk about your tight end? I know you really want to talk about him right now. All right. Welcome back to the weekly segment of <laughs> Tanyan's Corner. <laughs> all right, guys. Every single week it gets better, all right? Guys, imagine just week like 15, 16, how good this guy's going to be because his numbers just keep going up. Last week he had six catches for 37 yards. Uh, is the total of nine points, guys. His percentage is going up and up every single week. Uh, at first it was like five percent, then uh, after week two is eight percent. Now he's at thirteen percent. You guys are listening. I know you guys appreciate me. Uh, and guys, he's just gonna get better and better. All right. I was gonna do. Uh, I was gonna do a <laughs> yellow flag, but I got a challenge flag here. What? Because no, 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 no. Not that I'm challenging what you're saying. I want to challenge you. My okay. good sir. Okay. okay. <laughs> Give it. Do you? We got to put something on the table here. What? Because you said he's getting better and better every week, right? Uh huh. So if uh-huh. he does not score more points than what he did this past week, okay. Th- then what? Are you going to do something for for the fans out there? For the fans, yeah. Are, will you drop Robert Tanyan if he does not score <laughs> more than ten points? Are you willing to put that on the line? Why would put, I drop a put, good tight end? Put, the, put your money where your mouth is, dude. No, he's been improving by what? Three? He's been improving like three points per game. You right, know? So, so then over 10 points is no problem. No, no, it should be like around nine points. Right? I'm not he gonna scored nine him. points last week. No, you want me to drop it because you want to pick him up. <laughs> I don't want him. I, yeah, got you Travis do. I see what you're doing here, AJ. Dude, are you are you accepting the challenge? You can't gaslight me. Fans, fans are watching here. You can't gaslight Fans me. are watching here. Are you willing to put money where your mouth is? I'm not going to you, – you're trying – Oh, look at this. Look at this. He said if it doesn't happen, you got to wear a Cowboys oh, jersey. I'm not going to get week. a Cowboys jersey. I'm buying one. You, you can make one. Get some blue tape and make <laughs> one. Right. Yes? I'm not going to say 10 points. I don't think he's going to get 10 points next he week. He scored nine right? points last week. So he's no, he improved. Oh, fine. He'll, he'll score 10 points next week. Right. No, he'll score more than 10. All right, he'll score 10. And 10. if not, 1. your Cowboy jersey – I'll put a star on my chest. <laughs> I, I like it. it. I'll take it. I love I'll freaking it. take it, man. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> go on Cowboys, Reed. Uh, he wants you to paint your face and all that, man. Nope. <laughs> no, that's freaking awesome. Uh, but good pick, Reed. Good pick. Uh, Vince, did you pick your guy? Uh, yeah, I have him right here. I've talked about him forever and ever. <laughs> Tyler Conklin. Uh for, for me, at least, uh, my guy has been getting 10 points consistently. Uh, <laughs> he had 11 week one, 10 exactly in week two, and 16.4 last week. Uh, so he's he's not on my team, but uh, he is in the, on the Jets. So I really like him. Uh, he's been getting the ball consistently. His receptions have been consistently going up two every week. Uh, first week four, second week six, third week eight shoot, maybe I'll take the bet of 10, you know. He might get 10 receptions this next week. Uh, He's facing the Steelers, who are really, really bad against tight ends. 
so other than that, I have one more guy about the Seahawks I want to talk about. His oh, name is no, dude. Will, Will Disley. Will he t- isn't as consistent. But when he gets a touchdown, he is above 10 points. Week one, he had a touchdown, 13 points. Week two, it's pretty bad against the Niners because Niners bottles dust up and we couldn't get anything offensively. But week three, we bounced back and he got another touchdown. He has 13, or he had 12.4 points. So I, I really believe in him, but I might be a little bit biased. Uh, we're going up against the Lions and then the Saints after that. So I think that he could possibly get another touchdown in one of those games. So if you're really, really, really hurting in your league, uh, Will Disley is a guy that Geno Smith really likes, and they've really connected. And if you really, really want to be a little bit more interested in why I like him, it's because they call him Uncle Will because he's super old at the tight end position, and he looks is even he? older than he is. Yeah, he's already in his 30s. Oh, gosh. But he's he's doing very well. I love the guy. He's been with us for the past five, six years, I believe, and love the dude. So. Other than that, uh, I'm done with my tight ends for today. Nice. I think that's all we got for tight ends. And now, lastly, we're going to get to my favorite part. If you're like me, I switch out my defense every week, okay? And if you want the edge for your team this week, this guy's shaking his head, but I'm still undefeated. What's up? All you 3-0 guys out there, let me hear it. Let me hear (laughs) it. All right, but if you're like me, I switch out my defense every single week, and it's tough. It's a grind, but you know what? You don't waste a draft pick on a defense. Sometimes it works. If you get the Buffalo Bills, shout out to Reed. It helps Mm -hmm. out a lot. It works, okay? But not everyone could get the Buffalo Bills. So these are the defenses I'm choosing this week. Okay, number one, I got the Philadelphia Eagles, and yes, they are going against the Red Hot Jacksonville Jaguars, but the Eagles have a stacked defense and that is a defense that will score you at least 10 points they are top in the radar and they are available they're only owned in 40 percent of leagues so that's what i like about these defenses i'm not going to tell you guys a defense that is owned in 90 percent of leagues not going to do that okay we're here to help you guys out so eagles they're available going against jacksonville i got the packers going against the patriots we got mac jones injured he was crying like a little baby for a high ankle sprain Get over it, dude. Uh, you got the Packers. They're going to completely own the Patriots. Uh, they're, are, they're available only own, I think, at 36% of leagues. And then you have the Dallas Cowboys against the Commanders. Now, this was a little bit of a stretch just because there wasn't a lot available out there. But the Commanders, they struggled big against the divisional game last week against the Philadelphia Eagles. Now, Cowboys are the hot streak. They have to win this game. I feel like this is a must win. Go get the Cowboys, baby. We got a question here. Uh, Gurjot Brar, sorry if I just butchered your name, my man, uh, but appreciate you <laughs> being here. Thank you so much for joining us live on the stream. Welcome to Not So Pro. He has a question. What wide receiver should I trade Mixon for? Now, right now, you could trade Joe Mixon very high. Okay, very, very high. His production does seem to go on a little down slope, and they are utilizing more of a pass catching back like Samaje P. Ryan. He passed a he got a, a great pass for a touchdown last week. So I do think you are making the a great choice to trade for to trade Mixon. Um, I think if you're not getting a package deal, get someone elite because right now, in people's eyes, Joe Mixon is elite. Okay, so who can you get, you guys? Can you get someone like uh, a Mike Evans? Can he get someone like uh, uh, Michael Pittman? I-, I think he's worth a little bit more than, than Michael Pittman, in my honest opinion. Um, what do you guys think here? 
Um, it really just depends. I think you can go for any elite wide receiver unless they're like a Justin Jefferson or a Cooper Cup. I don't think you can get those guys, but any elite uh, number one wide receiver on any uh, team, I think you can get. Um, the problem is you're going to have to trade them to somebody probably who needs a running back. Uh, if you, you can't trade it to uh, trade Mitson to somebody who already has three great running backs. So look for the team. Uh, look for the two, three teams on in your league that are hurting for running backs. They don't have. They need a need, need a running back one, number one or running back number two. Uh, and look at their uh, top wide receiver and find the best one and trade for that guy. Um, I think you can get some really good. Do not lowball Mitson because you can get something somebody very good for him. <laughs> yeah, Matt. I, I was going to say the first guy that came to mind was Pittman. I feel like they are kind of both averaging almost the same amount of points. Of course, the position is different. So Pittman has to work a little bit more to get his points than Mixon. Uh, not to have anything against the running backs, but if you are in a PPR league, I think Pittman uh, will have give you more points. Uh, the only thing that I want to ask you is who are your backups at running back and why are you so willing to trade away Mixon? He's trying to better his team, man. He's trying to better his team. And you know what? I looked up the tiers right here. I do believe Joe Mixon is worth a low-tier wide receiver, too. Uh, so this is who I got. You could trade someone like Debo Samuel, CeeDee Lamb, Mike Evans, and a Tyreek Hill. Okay? That's a good stretch. I think that will be a fair trade. If not, I want you to double up, man. Get someone like a Michael Pittman Jr. or a T. Higgins alongside with uh, um, a Marquise Brown or a... I can't even say Jada Waddle, uh, a Gabe Davis. Uh, double up on there, but right now, Joe Mixon is still considered elite if fantasy-wise. Um, we got another uh, comment here. Ethan John says, I traded Camaro and Cooks for Chubb and Mike Williams and Antonio Gibson. Thoughts? Okay, so a three for two. Camara, I think he's whew, boom, done. Chubb, ooh, it, it, it would take me a lot to get rid of Chubb, so kudos to you for having the strength to do that. But you traded for Mike Williams, which I still think he would have consistent numbers even when Keenan Allen does come back. The only person that's going to go on a downfall is Palmer from the team. So Palmer will have a, a less coverage. So Mike Williams, solid. Antonio Gibson, they seem to be utilizing him a lot. Him and both J.D. McKissick. So they utilize Antonio Gibson a lot in the red zone. He scores touchdowns. That's what I like. Um, oh, you got Chubb. Yeah, that's what he's yeah. saying. You got you. You traded. Yeah, this is this is a very good trade. Hey, let me get some dubs in the chat because Ethan John just won this trade and is just hundred percent upgraded his team shot. tremendously. Yeah, Nick Chubb, every single game that he plays, he's averaging at least five yards a carry. This guy, huge dub for you, Ethan. Thank you so much for joining us live. Appreciate you, man. Yeah, Bart saying it here first. Good trade. Appreciate you. If you're feeling generous, hit that subscribe button. It helps out a lot, my man. But I'm really excited. If you can't hear it from my voice, I'm super excited for you. I'm stuck in one of my leagues. I'm not going to say all my leagues. In one of my leagues, I'm stuck with a whole bunch of stubborn-headed guys, and they don't want to trade. Uh, you know, <laughs> might be because I'm 3-0. But uh, we're not here for that. I think I said that way too many times this stream. Um, but, yeah, Blurpy has another question. It says, other than that trade I asked before, do you think there are many moves I should make for my roster? I don't know if I need to improve running back or not. I could send my roster again if you need it. Thanks. Honestly. We have it, we have it right here. You're going to bring it up? Yeah. yeah, let's do it. Okay. So he has Hurts. Hurts is – let's go. Dalvin yeah. Cook. I'm a little Tough. nervous. Shoulder injury. 
Kamara, he's going to be on a roller coaster. Michael Pittman, pretty solid. Amon Ron, elite. Uh, D. Waller, good pick. Michael Thomas, might be on that downslope. Lockett, eh. Acres, eh. Hop, yeah. Knox, yeah. sell high. Stafford, get rid of him. Uh, yeah. Algier, you know what? I think it's always good to try to improve your team. Always good. You can't go bad. If I were to say you need to make some moves, I'll try to get Lockett out of there. Trade him. Get him off that team. I don't think he's going to be good in the long run. Acres, hopefully you get that trade. Get him off that team. Michael Thomas, I think he will be a, a good flex position in some weeks, depending on who he is going up against. But they have someone like Crystal Lave who's been putting up some consistent points. Go ahead. Uh, I want to say that one of my teams in my five fantasies is very consistent with uh, Blurby right now. I do have Knox. I do have Stafford. And then another guy that I have uh, that is similar to Algier is DJ Moore. And this is what I'm doing right now on my fantasy waiver wire. I'm getting Greg Dortch dropping Dawson Knox. I think that's your best bet to upgrade your wide receivers right now. Uh, the next one I'm doing is if you have Devontae Smith on your waiver wire, which you might not, I'm getting him and dropping Matthew Stafford. And then another one, I'm getting Joshua Palmer and dropping DJ Moore until Keenan Allen comes back. So if you want the quick fixes right there at wide receiver, since uh, you are trying to trade for Stevenson and Kirk, uh, do one of those three. Don't do them all like me uh, because I'm 3-0 in that league. Uh, so I'm just switching my bench out to have the best guys so I can make trades later on. But mm -hmm. uh, if you want to improve your team instantly, do those. Drop Knox. He's not doing good. He hasn't had a game over 10 points. Stafford, nobody's going to pick him up because everybody is like, yeah, Stafford, you know, he doesn't run. Uh, Al Gear, nobody might pick him up, but they might. So I would probably hold on to that guy for a little bit. But other than that, uh, see if you can get that trade going with Kirk and Stevenson. Mm -hmm. And I think you're pretty solid. Just the little upgrades here and there on your bench for wide receivers will be just fine. I'm really interested if you will get that trade or not. Please, uh, uh, honestly, I would really like to know. So find us on, on Twitter at Not So Pro Football Talk. We're on TikTok as well on NSP Football Talk. We have a lot of great content out there. So if you guys are into TikTok, go find us out there, NSP Football Talk. Uh, we put some good stuff out there. But, yeah, I, I really want to know. So if you, that trade does go, uh, send us a DM. I want to congratulate you, man, because that's going to be great, especially if you're 3-0 right now. Uh, Nestor's putting dubs in the chat uh, for Ethan. He says, appreciate y'all, boys. Like I said, if you're feeling generous, hit that subscribe button. It helps us out a lot. We're still trying to go. We are a very small channel. Um, Brar, he says, I am in a six-man league with my school friends, and I have CMC and Cook. Mixon is starting at flexed wide receiver. Evans. Yeah, that is for a six-man league, I can understand, because that is a monstrous uh, team that, from right now that I can see, but six man, I, I get it. Uh, wide receivers are Evans, Higgins, Amaran, Keenan. Upgrade that wide receiver room, man. Upgrade it. Keenan Allen, once he gets healthy, is going to be great, but you're one injury away from being inconsistent in your wide receiver. So, yeah, if you could uh, trade Mixon for an elite wide receiver, get someone like Debo. He might not be looking that great yet, but if you are in a PPR league, he's going to be getting the, the ball carries. He's going to be getting the passes. They're going to force feed him the ball like they do every year. Uh, but yeah, uh, good stuff, my guy. Good stuff. Uh, appreciate you guys. Um, but yeah, looks like Vince is going to have to uh, leave right now. I think uh, he has some uh, dog duty issues. He has to take his dog to the vet. I have to take my dog to go get some vaccines, but I would love to help y'all with your fantasy, just like AJ and Reed are right now. 
Uh, so put some comments down and I'll go in there and see if I can comment again with some of what I want to say. But right now, these guys will take it away and they'll give you the best advice that you can get. But other than that, deuces, guys. I will see y'all in upcoming videos this week. Awesome. Yeah. And we do go live every Tuesday for fantasy football talk. We go live every Monday at six o'clock. We go live every Tuesday at six o'clock, but Tuesday specifically for fantasy. It doesn't mean we won't answer any fantasy questions on Monday. So just ask us questions. We do post videos Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So we post videos almost every day, except for Sunday, because Sunday, Sunday is football day. Uh, but Ethan John says another question. Should I start Curtis Samuel? Antonio Gibson or Mike Williams at the flex. If that is your problem, you are in a very great situation. So good for you, first of all. Um, honestly, I I don't like giving bad advice. I really don't. Okay, but I can't stray away from Curtis Samuel. This guy has been so consistent week to week to week. The only thing I don't like about the Washington Commanders is that they they spread the ball out everywhere. They got Logan Thomas, Curtis Samuel, Scary Terry, uh Jawan Dotson, and then they have uh the 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 backs that, that that just kill it out there. But I will still go with Curtis Samuel. It seems like he gets the targets and he also gets the rush attempts. I like Curtis Samuel at the flex. I feel like you can't go wrong. It is I don't want to say it, but I'm going to say it's a lock 10 points, and that's just enough that you need. Um, Bart says, Ethan, I'd go Williams. Williams has the biggest ceiling in that group as far as point-wise. So if Williams does go off, he'll go off. But remember, guys, Herbert is dealing with a rib injury. He did not look like himself uh, last week, but you know what? Uh, Williams still has a chance to pop off and be that wide receiver one, which he is right now with Keenan Allen out. Uh, yeah, I would go Williams. Think, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you go Williams, go. They're all great. They're all mm -hmm. great options. Okay, but if you want the the biggest bang for your buck, Mike Williams, it is. If you want the safest bang for your buck, uh, that's where Curtis Samuel is. I like Antonio Gibson, but it, it is a little scary of him sharing the ball with JD McKissick and then with Curtis Samuel rushing the ball as well. That is scary for me. Uh, Rar says, "Who do you think is better, Stefan Diggs or Debo Samuel?" I'm a big Niner guy. If you can see, I'm all decked out. I love Debo Samuel. I hate what happened this offseason. But fantasy-wise, Stefan Diggs is the guy to go just because he is the bell cow of the team. And what I mean by that is that they utilize him non-stop i mean mm -hmm. they need to make big plays and that is their big playmaker so they're going to force feed him the ball no matter what josh allen and the bills are coming off of a loss that you know was huge you saw their coach just raging they're coming back with vengeance okay they're going to be coming back they're going to be scoring some big boy points and Diggs is going to be the guy to help them get there so i like Diggs fantasy wise Diggs 100 talk yeah. about nfl wise i don't know I like uh, Debo. He's younger. I, I, I think Debo's talent, more talented, but as far as right now, who's putting up more points, putting up more yards, is going to be Diggs. Uh, he, he's just so explosive right now um, with Josh Allen and that offense. And they don't run the ball a lot either, so that's just more and more uh, uh, targets at Diggs. Bart, thank you for reminding me. Yes, Washington is at Dallas, and they do have a great rush defense. So uh, going against uh, Antonio Gibson, that could be also very challenging, especially with Curtis Samuel there as well. Uh, but good point. You know, good point. I still think they'll put up some good points. Uh, but, yeah, Mike Williams is a great uh, option there. Good choice, Reed. Good choice, Bart. Um, yeah, he says, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you're in a great position, man. You're, you're doing great. Uh, last question. Uh, 
Brees Hall, I could make him my flex. So just because of prior years and because of my age, you know, I grew up thinking that the Jets are just trash. You could pick up players, but they're never going to be anything. Brees Hall is not that guy. Okay. I mean, not the guy that I'm talking about. He is that guy to help you out in your flex position because he's getting the runs and he's getting the targets. They're utilizing this guy tremendously. I love the way they're doing it. Now, things can change whenever Zach Wilson is back healthy uh, just because um, Joe Flacco has found his rhythm there and he's he's sharing the ball with, with everyone, especially Hall. But yes, Hall needs to be at your flex right now. He is averaging at least 10 points a game. So this guy has Brees Hall too. Wait a minute. What are you doing? <laughs> this guy is Brees Hall as well. That's in, that's insane. You know, great team once again. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he'll be great for your flex. Uh, he says, I'm trying to do that D-hop trade still and this trade for Brees Hall. Uh, Michael Thomas Lockett for Hall. Do it. I, I don't know. I, I don't I, like the I don't like the two for one. I, I don't like it either. But you gotta remember this guy's three. You know what he's thinking about the long run. I guess. He's thinking about the long run. And it's if you have a chance stacked. to get Hall, yeah. He, he's he's stacked. He's stacked. But if that trade goes down for D-Hop, think about it. He will have Ramondre Stevenson and Christian Kirk. He will be able to get rid of Michael Thomas. He will be able to get rid of Michael Thomas, reinforce that running back room, and lock it. I think you could – I'm pretty sure you could find him in, in the waiver. No one's utilizing him. No one's really using him. Um, if you don't have to, I wouldn't. It all depends on your league and how much they know about Brees Hall. Uh, it Honestly, they'll probably go for a one-on-one trade with Michael Thomas and Brees Hall. I don't yeah. think they'll they'll bite on the locket, but uh, Thomas for Hall, I think that's something that they can bite on. Uh, Ethan, what are you doing, dude? You're 0-3 with that team? It's a six-man league. Everybody's stacked. That's true. On a six-man league, it really just depends on who your quarterback is, your tight end, and your defense. Mm-hmm. That's what you call – okay, so my coach used to call this pretty muscles, right? It's the stuff that no one wants to work on. Oh, it's the stuff that everybody wants to work on because that's what shows. You got to look at the other stuff, okay? You got to work in your real deltoids and stuff like that. That's your quarterback. That's your defense. That's your tight end. Uh, go out there. If you don't have a decent tight end, pick up Tyler Conklin. He's been super consistent for the New York Jets. Super consistent. Uh, he's been averaging uh, 12 points a game. Okay, my bad. He, he's in a 10, 10 man. My, my man? Man. I got it. I got him confused. You got it. Oh, dude, what are you? What uh, then, okay, okay. This is not my fault. How is he 0 and 3 in a 10 man league with that roster? Whoa, okay. whoa, that's, that's not my fault anymore. Hey, man, we're here to, to help him out. <laughs> yeah, we're here to help him out, but I'm, I am confused here. <laughs> okay, he you have a great team, bro. Yes. Honestly, it could be just very unlucky weeks where they're scoring 160 to 190 points on you, but you have a great team. It, it might just be, you know, the quarterback defense and stuff like that. Sorry, my dog is, is going nuts right now. Uh, it says, I don't mind two for one if there's a hot player on the waiver wire. Uh, oh, yeah, it's true. There's always going to be hot players on the waiver wire. Always. That's why we put up videos every single week on Tuesday because you got to put in your waiver request Tuesday night because everything gets processed Wednesday morning. Uh, I believe, I guess, it may be different from where you live. Uh, but, yeah. Hot players are always going to be there in the waiver wire. Just depends how fast you could get there or what your waiver request looks like. Uh, I'm 3-0, and and I put waivers down every single week, and I do at least three waivers. I'm always trying to improve my team, always. Uh, and that's because I'm in multiple leagues. Um, should I be worried about CMC even though I'm 3-0? and Yes. Yes, you should. 
Uh, I believe Brar is the one in the six-man league because if you're in a six-man league, a lot of these players are probably out, but you should be able to find some good gems out there. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah, you should be worried. He is dealing with the uh, what was it a, a shin shin injury? I think, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, CMC is always dealing with something. Uh, if it's not one thing, it's the other thing. Um, always be worried. I would always have a backup for him, ready to slide in to that uh, spot once he goes down. Yikes! He has a drop more. He has a drop less than uh, hundred. You're just unlucky, man. It, it happens. Um, just stay true to what you got. It's you're gonna get a break soon. Um, don't freak out. The worst thing I, I see a lot of people doing. Uh, I, I'm I'm a little bit different from AJ. I kind of like stick with my team, and I don't I don't freak out uh, or anything. I don't, I don't Whoa, try to make I a lot. Of, I, I, no, that's not that, that was a bad choice of words. <laughs> it's um, right. I don't I don't make a lot of roster changes. I, I believe in what I do, and then make a roster change whenever I see someone like really really special. Um, don't freak out. You're gonna you're gonna end up winning uh, some games here soon. Oh man, I, I've heard this so many times. Uh, I'm in one of my leagues and I drafted CMC, and they're like, Congratulations, you just got Mr. Glass. So they're all making fun of me. Um, I'm gonna say it again, but I'm the I'm the only one in the league that's three, you know. Uh, but yeah, Ethan says, Yeah, my QB is Tua, Tom Brady, and my tight end's Hawkinson, so I got flaws. Uh, lol. Yeah, you might have a little bit of flaws, but it, it, there's always room for improvement. Yeah, always room. Um, he says, I make a lot of roster moves too. AJ changes uh, is okay. Uh, yeah, change is okay because you're always trying to improve your team. Always. You know, you're, you're never you're never changing that. Um, Reed, uh, I'm going to hand the mic off to you. I need to run down to get something real quick. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, keep the answers going. But um, for me, guys, I, I don't, I, I'm a much different uh, type of uh, player as far as fantasy wise uh, against uh, AJ and Vincent. AJ and Vincent, they're always making like five sits. Uh, uh, AJ says he does about three waivers every single week. I'm not that type of person. I, I, I think you should not freak out. You drafted your players for a reason. You got to believe in them. Uh, there's, I see too many times somebody uh, drops one player for another, and then uh, somebody else picks up that, that player, and then they're never able to get them back because that player is just doing incredible, going off, all these things. Um, I, I'm very much... Hey, stay stick with what you got. If you see something really, really good, and like let's say one of your players on your bench is like getting no points at all, I would, I would. That's the only time I ever uh, make any type of trades uh, or any type of waiver uh, moves. That's just me. It, it got me second place in both my leagues last year. But yeah, Joe Mixon and Keenan Allen for Diggs and Chubb. Are you getting Diggs and Chubb? If you're getting Diggs and Chubb, one hundred percent yes. 100% yes. Yeah. Get that done. That's get that, that done. Yeah, get that done. Hopefully, guess it doesn't get voted down by your league. Yeah, it, it might. That. It might. But get that done ASAP. Is Higgins a wide receiver two or flex? Let's see. Higgins, he got hurt this week again, right? Higgins got Higgins got hurt. Uh, so he was he was putting up points to become a, a low end wide receiver two or a high end mm-hmm. flex, um, but with this injury, I'm a little scared. That's why uh, in my honorable mentions for wide receivers, I have Tyler Boyd out there because he's going to fill in that role for that wide receiver two spot because they're just covering Jamar Chase, you know, up the you know where. Uh, but yeah, healthy Higgins, he's a low end wide receiver two, high end wide receiver flex. But with this injury, we don't know what's going to happen with him. Um. I'm trading with the with the LM with the 
Oh my gosh. Why did I, I not know, know this? That, I don't know what that is. Why did I not know this? Um, league manager? You're trading with manager. a league manager, so it won't get voted down. Right? I'm guessing it's saying league manager or maybe commissioner uh, uh, because we did say that it could get voted down. So if he's trading with the league manager, then uh, it, more than likely it won't will have a chance to get it shot down. Uh, those, but yeah. Those uh, league managers are corrupt. <laughs> especially the one that we're in uh not for the nsp league we do have an nsp fantasy football league so if you guys stick around next year we'll go ahead and do another nsp fantasy football league we're gonna try to change it up we're gonna try to do some new things i, I like doing a uh what is that called a dynasty league where it carries over like you could trade draft picks and stuff like that, I and, want that. Uh, that'll be a lot of fun uh if we have too many players we might do like teams like nsp will be one team and you guys can gather up your friends and do your own uh team as well and we could all get together this could be a lot of fun we're having a lot of fun this year we do have one small league um we are all doing pretty good at it yeah he's it is league manager and mm-hmm. this is league manager yeah he, you're totally wrong reed is what this says he's the most corrupt commissioner out there guys he makes he makes rule changes in the middle of the night when everybody's asleep can you believe this guy oh my god hey we would not talk about the our commissioner like that reed hey, i will Vince, talk know about, about him all i want <laughs> Oh no, he he does a great job. We're in a great league there. Um, but fantasy football is a lot of fun, you guys. So if you guys are enjoying it, uh, let us know. I mean, like I said, feel free to ask us questions, even when we're not live. Find us on I got a ticker right here. Uh, find us on Twitter, find us on Facebook, email us nspfootballtalk at gmail.com. And like I said, we are also on TikTok, NSP Football Talk. We put up some some good but weird content. It's a lot different from what we put on here. A lot different. So if you guys want to DM us there, TikTok, uh, Twitter, Facebook, find us. We'll be more than happy. I'll be more than happy uh, to to answer any questions. And also keep me updated on your trades. I want to know if your trades go through or not because we are rooting for you guys. We helped a few guys get into their championship league, a championship game last year. So we want to help other people as well. Um, we're not claiming that we're the best, but we're claiming that we do our research and we grind for you guys. So you guys don't have to, it's very time consuming. It's just what we do. Uh, bits to put anything to help Nestor win. Nestor is actually one of the guys in this chat right now. I believe he's going under the name, uh, zombie K 98. He won his fantasy league last year, uh, with the advice of NSP football talk. Reed's shaking his head because it was against him. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. Hey, at least you made it to the championship game, right? Reed. Yeah. Well, cool, cool. It looks like we have reached the end of our questions here, you guys. What an awesome stream. If you guys haven't yet, if you're feeling considerate, hit that subscribe button. It helps us out a lot. I mean, tremendously. As you guys can tell, we are a very small channel. We're trying to grow, and we're going to be doing a lot of great events coming up, especially for this upcoming offseason. we got some great events, which we're not going to name just yet, Whoa. okay? We're not naming I anything. Your announcement, man. No, no, no announcement just yet. We have a lot of stuff. In the works. It's okay. up to something season. It's it's up, up to, to something? Yeah, it's up to something season. Yes, we are up to something season right yeah. now. So uh, stay tuned. We got a lot of stuff coming up. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Ethan, I appreciate it, my man. Thank you so much. And like I said, keep us updated on your trades. And good luck. And, dude, you got a stacked team. Apply your dominance, my man. <laughs> Go out there and win you some games and get to that championship game. For fantasy football, I'm talking from experience. 0-3 is not the end of the world, okay? 
you can bounce back and you probably will bounce back with that team. Uh, Bart says, got to take the dogs out. Uh, good luck this week, gentlemen. As always, go Fins. By the way, I love, uh, I by the way, between. I live between Indy and Cincy. Hey, man, we're going to, uh, I, I want to announce a lot of stuff, Reed. Don't, not, not yet, dude. I know, not yet, not yeah. yet. Stay tuned, you guys. We we have a lot of stuff in the works, okay? So we're going to be heavily involved in the NSP community. That's you guys. As long as you guys show your love and support, we're going to always give back. And I mean always, okay? Thank you all so much. Catch us tomorrow for Reed. Reed has his Packer Talk tomorrow at 5 o'clock. That will not be live. Uh, so just check it out. If you want to hear some insiders for Packers, check that out. Thursday, we have a video coming out. Friday, we have minor talk. And then Saturday, we have scheduled predictions, which we might switch Saturday with Thursday just because it makes a little bit more sense. But we'll we'll talk about it within the team. But thank you guys. Thank you guys so much. This has been an awesome stream. And until next time, you guys, keep on grinding.